How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> I have to be careful what I sign myself up for. So today's show, when I was getting ready for today's show, I, ah, it was just so thick with, um, yeah, with almost like self-loathing in my office when I was getting ready to talk to you guys about today's topic. You're making yourself so tired, so tired. And this is something that I just don't wish for you. I want you to feel so great about your life. I want you to feel so masterful and turned on by your choices, not self-loathing. Nobody has time for that. So today's topic is called, you have to be perfect to be wealthy. You have to be perfect to be wealthy. You have to be perfect to be wealthy. Ugh. Have you had this big fat lie slowing you down in your life and your business? That to make an impact and to command the wealth and influence that you crave, you have to first be perfect. So in this episode of Big Fat Lies, we're going to take on the BFLs of having to be perfect in life and in business to be wealthy and how it's not what you think it is and how it's actually poisoning you. It's poisoning you, you guys, to have that state of mind. Perfect people do not finish first. <laughs> they don't. And I am going to show you some interesting things. So when I was thinking about doing this show, I did a little bit of research and I'm going to give you some data. So approximately half of all high school seniors in the 70s expected to earn a college degree. Half. And by 2008, the number had risen to over 80%. 80% of people expected to earn a college degree. But the numbers of the people who actually earn the college degrees have failed to keep pace with these rising expectations. And the gap between the percentage of high school seniors expecting to earn a college degree and those with one doubled between 1976 and 2000 and has continued to rise. And so these findings suggest a recent generations of college students have higher expectations of themselves. And today's young people are competing with each other in order to meet societal pressures to succeed. And they feel that perfectionism is necessary in order to feel safe, socially connected and of worth. So think about that, you guys. Do you feel like you have to be perfect to fit into society? Hmm. And so even if it's not you, the thing is, is you have to be aware of those societal pressures that are around you. And so I use something called human, human design quite a bit in my work. And human design shows us how conditioned we are by society. 
And so even if you didn't graduate from university, you may feel the pressure to have graduated from university. I do remember a time in my life where I was like, well, why don't I have my degree? And it turned out that when I did the math, like I have so many licenses and diplomas that I could probably have just gone back to take my professional year and then I would have had my degree in business finance and real estate. So it's very, very interesting when we look at those societal pressures and then have a look at this. This was the other thing that I found that I wanted to share with you is that I live in Canada and the Canadian Mental Health Association supported a study called Going It Alone, the Mental Health and Well-Being of Entrepreneurs in Canada, which looked at the mental health and the well-being of business owners, entrepreneurs in Canada, to better understand the unique pressures they face. And what it discovered was two-thirds, 62% feel depressed at least once a week. And the entrepreneurs who were female, whose enterprises are in the growth and early stages, and by those with fewer employees or less revenue or more likely, so more likely than 62% to report mental health issues. And nearly half, 46%, say that mental health issues interfere with their ability to work. One in five entrepreneurs feel satisfied with their mental health less than once a week. Among the general population, 8% of Canadians perceive their mental health as poor or fair. And so this is what the report concluded, that they want this report to start an open conversation and shift the popular view of entrepreneurs from tireless innovator or lone visionary to one that allows them to show their vulnerability and ask for help when needed. The nearly 500 entrepreneurs surveyed reported that barriers to seeking mental health support included the cost of mental health services, lack of access to support and limited awareness of support, as well as stigma-related concerns, such as concern for reputation and discomfort discussing the issue. Discomfort discussing the issue. Entrepreneurs are often described as the drivers of our economy. As a society, we help support, sustain, and grow the health of their businesses, and at this time, to do the same for their mental health. And this is the CEO of the Business Development Bank, BDC. And they funded the actual study. And so I really think that that's remarkable that the Business Development Bank funded this study on entrepreneurship and mental health. And why am I bringing this up? Well, oh, my God, if you have been growing with that demographic of people and you now own a business and you have this perfectionism gremlin sitting on your shoulder telling you that you know you aren't rich enough you're not smart enough you can't do it as fast as the other people you can't do it as thoroughly as the other people and yet you still have your business and that's something that I would love for us to have a look at today you know perfectionism is something that can sit there and it can be insidious it can be a multi-generational trauma so you may have inherited this perfectionism from your father's line or your mother's line. 
like, I wonder what you know already. If perfection is, is something that's slowing you down, if it's a gremlin sitting on your shoulder telling you that you're not good enough and that you're never going to do it good enough, then, oh my goodness, does that ever slow you down? Like, you can't even play. You can't even play if you have to be perfect. And that's the thing. That's how we choose what we're going to do next. The energy of play, I would say, for 99.9% of us, the energy of play is how innovation takes place in the workplace. You have to be willing to experiment. You have to be willing to play with the data. You have to be willing to choose something different. And if you're so worried about being perfect, I wonder, like, I wonder what's actually possible for you if you could just take off that cape, like, just take it off. You know, imagine it's the most beautiful velvet cape and everybody's like, oh, my God, you're so perfect. You're so perfect. And, you know, like it's just so heavy to have this perfectionism cape on you all the time. You know, you wake up in the morning and you put it on. It's like, how perfect can I be today? How much more perfect can I be today? I got so many head pats and accolades for being perfect yesterday that today I've got to be even more perfect. And so if this feels true for you, if you haven't gone running, I am going to recommend that you show up and you just grab yourself a cup of coffee, grab yourself a cup of tea, grab a glass of wine and grab your notebook and just sit down and have a little visit with me. And we're going to talk about this myth that you have to be perfect to be wealthy. And what do you already know, you guys? Like there's so many uber rich people out there who are so not perfect. <laughs> They've actually made more money by being not perfect and sort of not giving a damn. And, you know, like if you can even sort of spot the time in their life where they started to not give a damn about the perfectionism gremlin or basically actively knocked it off their shoulder and moved forward regardless of how terrified they felt inside their body that they were going to make a mistake or they were going to lose money or they were going to do it wrong. And so I'm wondering today we're going to talk about that mindset do you have the mindset that you're going to make a mistake? Are you going to do it wrong? Are you going to lose money? Here's the thing. Here's the brutal truth. We all make mistakes. <laughs> oh, I talked to Mark Cuban. He probably makes mistakes. Talk to Sarah Blakely. She probably makes mistakes. You know, like find your person, find your person. And this is something that I always recommend in my show is to have some people who are your people, that they may even be in the same industry as you, they may be in the stratosphere of that industry, but watch how they make their choices, watch how they move forward in their lives, watch how they present themselves. You know, it makes me think of um, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, he's just so real. 
you know, he's so real. And like, if you watch his old videos, you know, like he just makes mistakes and he just doesn't care. And we can't all be Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, there's one Gary Vaynerchuk. And then, you know, he gives people permission to be themselves. I freaking love that about him. And he's definitely one of my role models for, you know, presenting to you guys some choices about how much more fun you can have how much more fun you can have, how much more lightness you can invite into your lives. Like just lighten up, drop that big, heavy cape of perfectionism and just let people see how perfectly imperfect you are. They love it. They freaking love it. Like think of all the reality TV shows out there. They don't want you to be perfect. They want you to be you. So I wonder... Like, I wonder what questions you can ask yourself and what energy you can start to invite in that allows you to be more you. And it can be that you don't even really know who you are. It can be like you're so busy being perfect that you've been, you know, sort of been buying off the rack. (laughs) Do you guys get that? It's like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to buy off the rack this person's business model. And, you know, I'm going to buy off the rack. I like this person's hairstyle. So I'm going to take it to my hairdresser and I'm going to buy that off the rack. And, you know, I like the way this person presents themselves. So I'm going to buy that off the rack and then I'm going to cobble together this sort of persona that's me, that's more perfect than the person who's actually me. And so think about that for yourself, you guys, does that actually feel true? Like if we crack the door on it, I'm not going to like whip the door open and reveal that that's probably what you've been doing. But more often than most, I would say when I sit down with a business owner and we really have a look at what they love in their business, it's certainly not the places and spaces where, you know, they bought off the rack, the business model, or they bought off the rack, the business persona that they're presenting to the greater public. And the places that they do love their work is when they're deeply themselves, deeply, deeply themselves. And, you know, if that's like swearing like a trucker or, you know, whether it's just being unbelievably generous with their clients, being un unabashedly original in their content like I just that's what I want for you I want you to have the energy that's available when you are uniquely you and so in our second segment we're going to start to talk about the mindset of perfectionism and we're going to start to talk about how much you can trust you to be able to be uniquely yourself. And so if that's something that you haven't been able to do, I'm going to invite you to meet me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you are listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. I will meet you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. 
Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome. So before the break, you guys, if you're just joining me on Big Fat Lies, today's show is called You Have to Be Perfect to Be Wealthy. So in the first segment, I was sharing with you some statistics. So since the mid-1970s, when basically 50% of people thought that they would go and get their degree, all the way up to 2008, uh, this study was done. And in 2008, 80% of people thought that they would go and get their degree. And the stats never changed. The people who, you know, managed to graduate from university stayed relatively static. So people have these huge expectations of themselves that they have to be perfect in order to be able to fit into society. And so I wonder if that feels true to you. Do you feel like you have to be perfect to fit into society in a way that will make you wealthy? Like, I wonder if that's true for you. We're having so much fun in this in the uh, chat room here. We've got you have to you have your degree in life. Yeah, I was saying earlier that, uh, you know, I have all of these diplomas and licenses from my years in real estate and finance and mortgages and investments. And so there was a time there where I kind of bought the paradigm that I should have, you know, my uh, BCom. And uh, when I looked at it, I probably would only have to go to school for another year to be able to have my Bachelor of Commerce in Finance and Real Estate. Uh, and then I kind of got over it. <laughs> so what would it be like for you guys to just like drop that big heavy cape of perfectionism that you've been carrying around? Like, I wonder what that would be like for you guys. Um, someone else in the chat here says, I wonder how many people believe they have to be perfect to be wealthy and then have given up being wealthy. Mm, I wonder, that's a very, very good question. So if being wealthy was something that uh, I just, I wonder also if you have had 
uh, being wealthy as the end goal um, impelled at you, like last week's show um, was called Everybody Wants to Be Rich and Other Big Fat Lies. And we talked about, you know, as wealthy, being wealthy as the end game, you know, that you, that can be the only end game for you. It can't be satisfaction. It can't be like, oh, I'm really satisfied with what happened today or successful. I feel really successful today, or I feel really at peace today, or I feel really surprised by what happened today. And so those are the energetic signatures that you're actually looking for in your life, depending on your energetic model. If you're a generator or a manifesting generator, who are the builders of the world? uh, Satisfaction is all you're really looking for. That's all you're really looking for. I mean, you could have a hard day. You could have had to like duke it out and, you know, And you could still really feel satisfied at the end of the day. Like, I wonder, that's 70% of the population is looking for satisfaction. And historically, historically, 70% of the population reports not being happy with their work. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) So I wonder what can happen when we're not looking at perfectionism. It's so, so interesting. And we have, I have the same awareness around getting my certified coaching leadership. No, I'm not going to focus on my business. Yeah. Think about that for yourself. Like, what are these things that you say that you have to have in order to be successful or wealthy? And what if, what if really the biggest thing that we're looking for is to feel satisfied like what if that's the thing and you know I mean there's the other energy types who are looking to feel successful peaceful surprised but they're a smaller percentage of the population and so I wonder how perfectionism can be something that doesn't rule you I wonder like think about that for yourself like how many systems and processes do you have set up in your life to help you create this perfectionism or perfect results? Because I find it's so interesting. This is the other thing that I find when I like open, whoops, I'm like waving my arms around and bumping my um, microphone. Uh, What I do find is when I get into someone's business with them and have a look around inside their business, quite often they don't have the systems and processes set up to help them create the type of work that can be satisfying for them. You know, they're just running here, they're running there, they're not getting things finished. Uh, They feel exhausted at the end of the day. They feel depleted at the end of the day. And, you know, when I start to talk to them about hiring, you know, they're just their horns come up. They're like, well, I'm not making enough money in this business. How on earth could I possibly hire? Well, here's the thing. You better freaking hire. You better freaking hire. However, before you hire, you actually have to reverse engineer everything. 
We have to actually have a look at what makes you feel satisfied. And then we have to reverse engineer the whole entire business to make sure that you're 80, 90, 100% of your day in the satisfying work for you. I know that's so Chinese mixed with Russian and Greek, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe with a little bit of Japanese thrown in there. You're like, what? 80, 90, 100% of my day doing the work that makes me feel satisfied and successful. What? I'm allowed to do that? Yeah, you are. And if you don't want to hire, then we have to really, you know, pair off. We have to like do surgery on those parts of your business that you think you need to be doing, that you're no good at, and that you really honestly do need to hire for. It's so interesting. Like there's so many things that people could be just like hiring out on Fiverr for 50 bucks. Somebody goes into your website and sets up the tags properly. And you have not been doing it for the past six months because you don't really know how to do it properly. And so you've been putting it off and you've been using tons of your energy, making yourself wrong for something that you could spend 50 bucks on. And you've probably spent $500, you know, online shopping, medicating. <laughs> think about that. Like, oh, you could even write a list. You could write a list of the 50 things that you think you can do a perfect job of. And 50 things that you think you will never, ever be able to do a perfect job at in your business and in your life. And so I wonder what it would be like if you gave yourself permission to just have that list of things that you'll never ever be able to do perfectly and you know and give yourself permission to quit expecting yourself to do it. Because honestly, I say it over and over, perfection is good for 10 seconds and then somebody comes along and wrecks it. <laughs> you're like shit my hair looked beautiful and then I went outside and then it was flat my you know my eyeliner was on fleek and then I laughed too much and then my eyelids stuck together and then my eyeliner was everywhere or you know like you present something and you think it's freaking perfect and then the person that you present it to doesn't understand it well does it make it not perfect just because they don't understand it, they might not even be your ideal client. <laughs> so think about that. Like, who are you presenting this stuff to? And who needs to be satisfied at the end of the day with it? Who needs to feel successful at the end of the day with it? You do. You're the only one. You're the person who gets to choose whether or not you're doing a good job. So wouldn't it be cool if you just decided everything that you do is either good enough or you're not going to punish yourself over it, you're just not going to. And, you know, like maybe you don't have the skills to be able to do that. And that's what I do. I go into people's businesses and I do a forensic accounting of the stuff that they're actually really great at. And then, you know, we map it out. And like make it really, really easy for them to start to peel, you know, 
to do surgery on the areas of their business where they're not that great at it. And, you know, either choose for it to stay and we hire someone and it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to pay a billion dollars to hire somebody in those areas. In most cases, the economic turnover is really excellent. Just imagine for yourself that, you know, you bill out at $500 a session. Some people even bill out at $1,000 a session, or, you know, maybe you're consulting business charges, you know, $5,000 or $10,000 a month for someone to work with you. And, you know, so when you start to subcontract out that energy that you're spending, you know, trying to be perfect in a particular area, what happens is you get your time back, you get your time back so that you can invest it in the other areas of your life the other areas of your business. It's so interesting. Imagine, imagine all of these different areas of your life and your business are like your stocks. Imagine they're like investments. And so you have investments that aren't doing well and you have investments that are skyrocketing. And so you can't ignore the investments that aren't doing well. You actually just have to pull the money out of there and put it into something that is doing well. You can't even make it wrong. You're like, wow, that is a non-performing stock. Where are my performing stocks? And so think about that for yourself. Like, what time will you get back when you're not investing your time in perfectionism? And how much satisfaction How much peace will you get back when you're not investing time in perfectionism? You're not like driving yourself insane, thinking that you needed to do a better job of something. It's so interesting, you guys. So, so interesting. And there's energy types, like the spectrum of all six energy types are required in business. And so you're never going to be all six energy types. That's why you need the other energy types to help you. Those people who will notice the niggling little details and help you fix them. You know, you need those people in your business. You can't be alone. And so I see that we're heading into another break. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. This is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I will see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome. So 
So we are having so much fun in the chat room. So there was a question. Uh, are energy types different from the human design types? No, I'm actually talking about the human design energy types. And so human design has a, a way of categorizing people's energy types and also a way of categorizing people's core skills and talents. And it's so, so interesting and so, um, what do I want to say? It's so juicy to be able to have a look at someone's body graph and have a conversation with them and then have them confirm that they actually see that about themselves. In most cases, they're like, oh, yeah, I hear that from my clients or I hear that from my family. I hear that from my spouse. I have great luck when I approach business this way. Or, oh, I didn't realize that I would have better luck when I approach business that way. And so right now inside my group called the Joyful Entrepreneur, I have two different case studies. I did one on the British royal family, uh, which was a four segment long, big, long case study talking about the British royal family and who should actually have what jobs. And it was very, very surprising and very, very uh yeah, I'm going to leave it up to you to join the Joyful Entrepreneur. So if you go to community.jennifercramerlewis.com, you can join the Joyful Entrepreneur and have a look at that case study, which was really wild. I loved it. And then this last Sunday, I did a case study on Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, uh, the grandfathers of uh, transpersonal psychology and uh, psychiatry. And so I would love for you to really start to know what energy types, well, one, what energy type you are, and then how do you hire for support for yourself? And that's one of the things that you'll learn if you go into those business case studies is, you know, who fits where and why, because you're not in this alone. And you heard that at the beginning of the show, like, people are feeling like they have to be this lone visionary in their business and the, you know, the lone ranger in their business. And you don't have to be. In fact, it doesn't actually work energetically. Human beings are meant to be part of a community. They really are. And you might find actually that you're not meant to be a leader. Like your business model actually may require you to hire a CFO for your business or to hire a CEO for your business. It may not be a full-time position, but that person might be the person who might be more correct to be taking those leadership roles because you're not really all that wonderful dealing with the day-to-day personnel problems or day-to-day finance problems of your business. And it's really, really indicative. I can show that uh, to you very, very easily. And what I love about it is it's not personal. It's not personal. It's like, um, I guess the best way to describe it is, you know, like say you're driving to Texas, you know, like you can drive down the California coastline to Texas. You can drive down Central America to Texas. You can fly to New York and you can drive down the eastern seaboard to Texas. And it's not personal. It's just a choice. And I just love that about human design. You know, what your talents are, what your abilities are, what your energy type is, you're just born with it. And so using that as 
your springboard to create a business that's so freaking satisfying is just what I love. I love it. And, you know, like if you take a look at my chart, if you go to my website, you actually can go to success. If you go to success, the tab on my website, you can actually have a look at um, a reading for me about my energy types and my talents and capacities and abilities, because I thought it was just so interesting to invite people to know more about me in a not personal way. It's just like, this is what I have under my hood. And, you know, almost like you're looking at the engine of a car, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is a 12 cylinder double overhead cam, blah, 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 blah. You know, you don't make that personal, because it's just not personal. People are just good at what they're good at they've incarnated to have what they've incarnated to have and it's just really nothing to worry about and so what if we had a look at perfectionism and we just make it something that's nothing to worry about like what if you notice that about yourself and you really just learn to trust that that's a gremlin that will show up for you that perfectionism is just a gremlin that will show up for you and really don't make it mean a whole lot. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you some questions that you can ask in this segment, some questions that you can ask yourself to really just get to the bottom of perfectionism and to really get what it's trying to show you. Because in most cases, this gremlin on your shoulder is a persona and it's a persona of you. It's a very um, a devolved persona of you. And it's really trying to protect you. <laughs> so if you look at your chart and you have um, a lot of splenic energy in your chart. So the spleen is the little triangle shape that's on the left-hand side of your chart off to the side. And so if there's lots of active gates there, then you could have a lot of protective or safety energy in your body. And so that's not wrong. That's freaking great. You're here to help people create more safety. And so you might have high alert inside your body quite a bit. And so you need to know how to handle that high alert inside your body. And so what I do notice that's happening right now in just in the ethers, in the atmosphere, is there's so much high alert happening. And so what I would love to show you or give you some indications of is when you do look at your chart, if you have a lot of that splenic energy or you're completely undefined there. If you have no gates in your spleen, or you have quite a few gates in your spleen, if you have quite a few of them, you have defined ways that you can be on high alert. And if you have no gates in your spleen, then what can happen is you're picking up everyone else's high alert and either responding to it, reacting to it, whatever you're doing. Uh, if it's making you feel like you're not doing things perfectly, then that's not really all that kind, is it? And so the very first question that you can ask yourself is, is this point of view kind to me? 
is how I'm feeling right now. And the things that I'm saying to myself or the gremlin is saying to me is this kind, the kind, and just notice. And 99.999,000% of the time, it's just not. So it's, it's possible, you guys, like you might not be able to do it immediately, you might need some help. But there are ways of getting those points of view out of your body. And the points of view can actually show up as aches and pains. They can show up as depression. They can show up as anxiety. And it's everywhere you've been on high alert and you've like sort of energetically grabbed that point of view, like, oh, I need to be afraid of that. And I also need to remember that I need to be afraid of it. So I'll just stick it in my body. I remember all of this is, you know, it's subatomic. It's like subconscious to the 10th percentile or the 100th percentile. And a lot of it is general, multi-generational trauma. And so they've studied multi-generational trauma. And, um, you know, so if you're curious about that kind of aspect, it's really, really important because if you're here to do what you're here to do, to express your genius, to have so much fun creating what it is that you're here to do, then, you know, listening to this gremlin on your shoulder talking to you about how you're not perfect is so... Um, it's basically a huge ripoff, you guys. Do you get that? It's just a giant ripoff. Like to me, you're actually ripping me off. I don't get to like know what it is that you're doing and, you know, feel the genius of you doing what it is that you're genius at. Because I get jacked on that. That's like, God, that's better than like popcorn. For me, I'm just like, oh my God, look at what that person's doing. They're so great. It's like, I am um, in the throat. There's this channel like uh, um, that goes from the 16 all the way down to the spleen. It's called the channel of talent. And so the top part of it is pure enthusiasm. And so I have pure enthusiasm about talent. I just get so jacked on it. And there's a bunch of people like me who just you know, I love going to a theater performance. I love going to the ballet. I love going to see acrobats. Um, it was so funny. My sister took me to go see the Cirque du Soleil. And I was so excited about it that, you know, there was a lady that was two rows down and she kept like turning around and looking at me and giving me the snake eye. But it, I wasn't going to freaking stop. You should have seen how amazing these people are. And that's the thing. That's how vibrant it is when people get out of their own way. They become like acrobats and ballet dancers in their own true genius. So do you guys get that? You do have the ability to be like a ballet dancer or an acrobat or, you know, a magician in your genius. And it's so freaking incandescent. Like when you actually are in that genius frequency in your business, you don't need fucking Google AdWords or um, Facebook ads. People are just like, who the hell is that? What are they doing? I want in. I want in. 
And so if that's not happening in your business, I am willing to hazard a bet, I guess, you guys, that you're just not being you. You're not being your full talents, capacities, and abilities. And that's not wrong. I mean, you may have some, you know, matrilineal or patrilineal real trauma about being seen. And... (laughs) There's a lot of people who have this trauma. And so this is really where I step into my genius as a shaman is to really have a look at the energetic signature of the business, the energetic signature of the business owner, and like how there can be a marriage of talent. You know, the business actually has its own point of view. I can talk specifically to the business and give you the information that the business wants you to know about where it wants to go. And so that's part of my shamanic training. And then I'm also a channel and a psychic and quite a gifted one, I hear. And I can also tell you what your body wants to do and what your body wants to express because bodies talk to me as well. And so that's the thing. We're actually here to have an experience in a body. So it's so interesting. So, so interesting. What I would love to invite you to is a stronger sense of community and who you can start to reach out to when all of this stuff is shaking down, because you're actually here to be a being in a body, having an experience and a dance with your own genius. (laughs) So put your hand up if you would like to be a being in a body, having an experience on this planet with your own genius not fighting with perfectionism, not fighting with people, finding out whether they're going to pay you. Like, oh, who has time for that shit? I'd rather just be magnetic. So why don't you guys meet me after the break? You have been listening to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. See you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Wow, can you believe it? We are three quarters the way through our show today and, oh gosh, I can't even believe it. I'm just like, what all did we talk about? We talked about if perfectionism is slowing you down, you can't even play, which is how innovation gets created. There's no innovation without play. What do you already know about people who are super rich and them not being perfect? I mean, can you think of any? I can think of some. (laughs) 
And do you have the mindset that you're going to do it wrong or lose a lot of money? And we all make mistakes. And do you feel like you have to be perfect to fit into society for you to be wealthy? Is being wealthy your only end game in your business? What if what we are really looking for is be feeling satisfied? Satisfied. That's it. Put your feet up at the end of the day and say, was that satisfying? Yes, it was. And who really does need to be satisfied at the end of the day with what you do? You are the only person. You don't need to justify your satisfaction to anyone. And if you do have people who you feel like you need to justify your satisfaction to, and you do some energetic cord cutting, and you still feel like you need to justify your satisfaction to them, I wonder what you're going to do about that. And what time will you get back when you're not investing time in perfectionism? What time will you get back? And what if we had a look at perfectionism and we made it something not to worry about? Like, what if we're just like, okay, here's my perfectionism goblin showing up. Is this kind to me to have this goblin sitting around? Probably not. And it's so funny. We've got people in the chat here. We've got, yes, please. Do you have a hotline? <laughs> Yeah, I do have a hotline. You can find me basically anywhere you are. So if you're on Instagram, I'm at Jennifer Kramer Lewis. If you're on Facebook, I'm at Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And just drop me a message. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what it is that you're doing in your life and in your business. I'm quite accessible. Uh, you can have a reading with me about your business and really get some information from your business about how to grow your business in a way that's really, really sustainable for you. I have a consultancy where we work with you deeply in your business and deeply in your body to be able to build something that will be a legacy for you. So if having legacy business and leaving a legacy of something really genius behind on the planet is something that's exciting for you, it's definitely exciting for me. And like I say, I have that talent channel. I just get jacked about people being in their genius. And so you need to know that you're not alone. You're so, so not alone. <laughs> And the minute you think you are alone, what happens is it discounts all of the people that could be helping you in your business, helping you stay in your genius. You know, like ballerinas, the prima ballerina is not in it alone. She has her corps de ballet. You know, she has her corps de ballet. So, you know, it's not just her dancing the whole freaking time. She's surrounded by other dancers. She's surrounded by the production company. She's surrounded by the lighting master and the, the orchestra conductor and everybody in the orchestra and everybody in the audience contributes to the prima ballerina having a really satisfying experience in her life as a ballerina. So imagine... You, as a business owner, what if you aren't the lone ranger? What if you aren't the lone visionary? What if there could be dozens of people in your business that are actually supporting your business? 
I would love that for you. Like, I wonder if you actually know that your satisfied customers are so much easier to keep and so much easier to find other satisfied customers when we start to mine your satisfied customers. So next week, I am going to be inviting you to my show next week. That is at the same time, one o'clock Friday afternoon, four o'clock Pacific, or sorry, one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The theme is you have to be practical to be wealthy. You have to be practical to be wealthy. And does that feel true to you that you have to be practical to be wealthy? And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be practical to be wealthy. There are ways of using practicality to build your wealth, but like have a look at the big fat lie. There are so many not practical applications that have created so much wealth in the world, so much wealth in the world. Like think about, um, Nikki Agarwal and some of the stuff that she's built like it's it's practical it's created wealth, but also there's like a bunch of different people who have just like made stuff that's like super not practical like the slinky like what the hell do we <laughs> how much money has slinky made how much money has silly putty made you know those are practical things you know you don't use them every day think about that for yourself. I'm so glad that you guys showed up today and listened to this show on perfectionism. I wonder what you guys would like to know more about. What are the big fat lies that are showing up in your world that are stopping you from commanding, you know, the lifestyle and the wealth and the peace and the relaxation that you really came here to enjoy? Like, what are the big fat lies? Please send me a message if you've got something that's coming up in your world. I would love to hear from you. Love, love, love to hear from you. I actually, <laughs> oh, in the audience here, we've got 100 million slinky units in the first two years of production as he kept the price of the toy at a dollar. He raked in the modern equivalent of a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, so if you're thinking that a slinky and, you know, practicality have to be something that you have to be and do in your business, then don't even worry about it. I want to hear from you. I want to see your face on Big Fat Lies. You're welcome to join us in the live studio audience. We have so much fun here. And yeah, continue to play, you guys. That's what I want to leave you with is the energy of play. Because no innovation ever happens in life and in business without play. If we're not willing to get messy, if we're not willing to make mistakes or maybe like lose a little bit of money um, off on a junket or an exploratory mission, then like what the heck are you even in business for? You know, I would love to give you permission to just sit on the couch and read to your kids if you're really killing yourself with this perfectionism gig. It's not working, guys. Please don't choose it. So I want to tell you, I love you. Thank you so much for showing up. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you've been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. See you next week at one o'clock Pacific. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, 
Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.